0: Okay, people. We're gonna get we're gonna get started here, so guys. Emma, you have a great name ID name. Okay, okay Hannah, is it not your birthday, is it?
1: <laughs> no. Uh, no, actually, this birthday hat, if you will observe it, um, if you is for, it, is for my dear friend Drake Epkis. Today is his birthday, so no. <laughs> everyone, no. a little like.
2: Clappy, Clappy
1: clap. clap for Drake, and if you know him, you love him, so feel free to shoot wow. him a text too. It's Thank you, HP. Yep, or we
3: could true. sing happy birthday again.
1: Oh, we can, yeah, it went so well the first
3: time.
1: Sing
0: it in your head, and,
3: yeah. and the second time. The
0: bat, but yes. cheers to you, Drake. Yes, mm-hmm. cheers, cheers, oh. cheers to Drake. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's the uh first and most important announcement of our day is that it's Drake's birthday today. Um, but guys, for real, thanks for coming on the third ever salt Co. live. We're pumped that you guys are here. So, um, if you, if you're new and you don't know who I am, I'm Abby and this is Hannah. Hey. And, uh, okay. So what we're basically going to do today is, um, we are going to, after this time, we're going to actually have, uh, Jack, if you don't know Jack, he's great. He's just going to share kind of what time with God has been like for him during this time. And then after that, we're going to have our very own, um, Kaylee and Tony are just going to walk us through Matthew 6. Um, yeah, and, and talk through that. I don't know where Kaylee is, but she is there. And then after that, you guys, we actually um, want to give you the chance to even just share prayer requests if you have them. To uh, We want to we wanna hear from you of what we can be praying for you for and then actually get the chance to do that together. So after uh, Kaylee and Tony share, we're just gonna, all going to go out into breakout rooms that'll happen Um, right after that, and then after our breakout rooms, we're going to come back together, and Isaac is going to lead us in a worship song, so that's pretty much what you can expect for today, and yeah,
1: yeah, Um, lots happening in this next hour, (laughs) good, Um, and just wanted to let you guys know, last week we did this too, but um, our staff wants to be in on your lives, we want to be praying for you and loving you guys, and so We're actually going to stay on the call after uh, the lovely uh, list of events that Abby just described. We're going to stay on. And if you guys need prayer or want to talk with anyone from our staff, um, stay on after the call. And you'll have an opportunity to jump in a breakout room. And we'd just love to chat with you and pray Mm -hmm. with you. So um, before I send it over to Jack, I'm just going to pray for our time together. So if you would bow your heads with me. Uh, Heavenly Father. Thanks so much for today, God. Thanks for, um, yeah, another day under the banner of your grace, Lord, and your kindness. And thanks for the ways that you, um, your grace and your love is evident to us, um, even in this moment. And Father, I pray for our time together. God, would you give us the ability to um, focus and hear from you, God. And um, yeah, I just ask that you would be present in this call and um yeah we want to know you lord and so would you just allow us to um engage during this time together Mm -hmm. and share our hearts um with each other too so we love you and we thank you for this opportunity it's in the name of jesus i pray amen Mm -hmm. over to you jack (laughs) miller
3: sweet yeah uh tony asked me like a few hours ago uh, (laughs) what i was learning from god lately so didn't have a ton of time to process but uh uh yeah a lot a lot came to mind so um yeah there was just a lot of things that that God's been teaching me through a lot of different circumstances but um it all kind of boils down to like a big theme of how God uses suffering and uses it for his glory um yeah i was reminded right away uh of a quote that i was showing at the beginning of the year um and that's it's kind of a long one so bear with me <laughs> uh as she watched the silversmith he held a piece of silver over the fire and let it heat up he explained that 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 in refining silver one needed to hold the silver in the middle of the fire where the flames were the hottest as to burn away all the impurities the woman thought about god holding us in such a hot spot then she thought again about the verse that says he sits as a refiner and purifier of silver Malachi three three, She asked the silversmith if it was true that he had to sit there in front of the fire the whole time the silver was being refined. The man answered that yes. He not only had to sit there holding the silver, but he had to keep his eyes on the silver the entire time it was in the fire. If the silver was left a moment too long in the flames, it would be destroyed. The woman was silent for a moment. Then she asked the silversmith, how do you know when the silver is fully refined? He smiled at her and answered, oh, that's easy when I see my image in it. Um, yeah, so just like completely reminds me of how God is just so present in our most desperate times and he's not far from us, but he leans closer. Um, and he's just like fixing his eyes on us in our pain and making sure to take every precaution that we would be refined and come out of the suffering more beautiful with our eyes fixed more intently on him. Um, yeah, so just like thinking about that. Throughout the last year, a lot of the parts of my life have seemed to be going really well. But in truth, I was super unhappy and discontent with where I was. Um, I had just had such fleeting joy in what was going on around me. And I felt like I was straying pretty far from God um, and was trying to replace it with anything and everything that I could get my hands on. Uh, when you looked in on my life, you wouldn't... <laughs> have seen a man that was full of sin and shame, but that's what I was because I was turning away from God uh, and what he had for my life. Um, I know this season hasn't been an easy season for a lot of people, uh, and I would consider myself to be included in on that suffering. Uh, My suffering really hasn't been from the coronavirus or any of the effects that comes from that, but it has been, like, one of the toughest seasons of my life. And, but it's also been, like, one of the most joyful times of my life. Um, and, yeah, this is what God's been teaching me, that suffering is not his means of releasing his anger, but his process of refining us and bringing us back to what truly matters in our life. Uh, for our souls and for our joy. Um, God has continually, through my life, used suffering as a means to strip away all the things that I put my hope and joy in besides himself. Um he always replaces it with himself, which is so much greater. Uh <laughs> don't don't mix up my words though. <laughs> like there has been a lot of sorrow and mourning over the things I've lost. Um and every time I think about all the things that have gone wrong or been stripped away, I like it's only very slightly as <laughs> like I just don't break down but um the truth is that God allows me to choose joy instead and I don't have to dwell on the things that are hard but I can look forward to the joy that he has before me um yeah so a big part of that was the other day when Jordan gave a sermon on Joseph uh I was pretty overwhelmed by the ways that his story lined up with my own <clears throat> just a lot of uh brokenness in my family um in the past and uh yeah I was just in awe at the way that Joseph used his story of pain and God just brought him salvation and his family salvation through it um and now it's cleared my eyes to see how God has just used the pain and like the worst parts of my life to bring me to cell company and eventually through that to faith in Christ. And yeah, I'm just overwhelmed by the joy that Christ has put before me in suffering. Um, I'm overwhelmed by the fact that Christ doesn't leave me alone in the things of this earth, that he doesn't leave me in my own sin and idolatry, but that he allows me to suffer and through allowing me to suffer and being present with me through my suffering, it's just been like one of the greatest joys of my life. And yeah, Christ is so good that he doesn't allow us to unknowingly venture into the cares of the world but and the false idols that strip us of true joy. But instead he allows us to suffer, that our eyes would be open to the failing nature of this world and to the hope that we have in Christ. And he gives us the joy in the fact that he suffered and died along alongside of our suffering to take us away from the failing of the world and he rose that we'd be able to live with him forever. And yeah, so God's just been teaching me to lean into suffering, uh, not to turn to like Fortnite or Netflix or all the distractions, but uh to take time to reflect while we have it and to actually turn into the path with God's hand behind us to travel through the pain into his arms and let the pain transform us and grow us into the image of Christ and when everything is stripped away and all we have left is God that's when true joy comes because our eyes can't turn anything but to Christ yeah I know it's a lot but God's just been putting a lot in my heart lately just through a lot of different circumstances so yeah
2: cool yeah guys uh i don't know if you guys knew jack when salt company first began but he used to wear this amazing trench coat that we still talk about but god has done some crazy stuff in jack's life in the last two years and that's been just a product of him spending time with jesus and so we want to honor that and just say thanks for doing that jack guys my name is tony i'm on staff with salt company this is kaylee uh she's also on staff with salt company and my boss uh, this is going to be super informal. So this is not like uh, Tony and Kaylee really know how to pray. So we want to give you guys like a five steps on how to be good at prayer. This is more just us inviting you into our own walks with Jesus and the way that we communicate with him. So my role in this conversation is basically to chime in and show you guys the greatness of Kaylee hunting. Guys, yeah, I'm being honest. Listen, she can speak truth literally better than anyone else I've ever seen. And I feel like I can say that because I live with her. I live in our basement. That's why we're together in the Corona Craze. And it is awesome. She has a daughter named Kate, and we dab it up every time she gets up from nap time. So she's awesome. Um, yeah, we're excited to talk about prayer. So, Kaylee, what's something funny that has been a part of your <laughs> Corona Craze? She, she literally said, I, I'm, I'm going to make fun of you, but I don't know what I'm going to say. Do so. you guys
0: see
4: what's behind us right here? This is a, our saw. And uh, we are <laughs> teaching Tony how to use power tools in you this Corona you. Craze. Um he is creating his own um squat rack. Squat
2: rack, hundred percent.
4: So we taught him how to use a drill, how to use too yeah, what about you Tony?
2: Um first of all Abby I can see your thumbs down I just want to <laughs> take that thumbs down and throw it out. and then maybe maybe soft your hand. I don't know. Anyways, uh yeah, guys, I've been riding my moped literally everywhere. Sometimes I moped places just to moped there, and then I turn around and I come back. So that's been a good part of my life, so building squat racks and riding mopeds, but maybe we should talk about prayer. Cool. So uh, yeah, Kaylee, tell us why, why you pray. So almost like a prayer testimony of, of what it's been like in your life. To
4: pray. Yeah, so when I thought about that question, I thought about two answers, actually, that I pray because I see, I've seen God move when I pray, and I pray because I've seen God change my heart. And so um, I love to pray specific prayers, like asking God to do specific things. Um, not saying that general prayers are bad, but when I pray specific prayers, then I get to see God answer those prayers, and that fuels my desire to keep praying. Um, so like one story, I saw Michelle up on the screen at some point. She's in my D group this fall and um, her brother's wife was pregnant um, with a little baby, and the baby had what they had seen as a hole in the heart um, in one of the ultrasounds, and I remember Michelle sharing that with our discipleship group, and as a group, we were grieving for that baby, but we're like, we're going to pray for this baby, and we're going to pray this baby is healthy, and so um, as a group, we united to pray for this baby, and I remember that day going on a walk, and like, talking to God and saying, God, would you just remove the hole in the heart completely? Like when they go in for the second ultrasound, would it be completely gone? Mm -hmm. And they would have no explanation for it. And I think it was either later that day or that night that um, Michelle texted our group and said, guys, the second cardiologist saw nothing on the ultrasound. Like the heart hole was completely gone. And I remember being like astounded of like, that's literally exactly what I for and not like to say like hey look at me look at how I pray but just like I felt honored to get to play a part in what God was doing in this baby's life and the baby's born baby's healthy and beautiful but it's just it was an (laughs) honor to get to play a part in what God was doing and I think the other reason I pray is because I've seen God transform my own heart and so a lot of times like when I'm reading scripture it's like I'm praying as I'm reading. And so I'll read something and I'll feel like convicted and like, oh, I don't wanna do that. Or like, oh, I don't don't do that, that's really hard. And so then I'll literally pray, um, God, I don't want to fill in the blank. I don't want to forgive this person, but because you have forgiven me, I know that I should want to forgive this person. And I literally am like, God, would you change my heart and help me to forgive this person? And um, in John 15, it says that like, if we ask God for anything in his will, he will give it to us. That's crazy. Like if we ask God anything in his will, he will respond. And that's got me praying like, God, will you change my heart? Is a request that he like wants to answer. And so then he does, which is really fun. So yeah, why do you pray, Tony?
2: Yeah, I think uh, as I thought about this guys, I think prayer can be kind of ambiguous or even like, so normative that you hear about people talking about it a lot that it might not make sense for you personally but i think honestly for me i pray because i want like a sweet relationship with jesus like the kind of intimacy where um he's like my best friend actually and so as i was thinking about this i was thinking about okay think about like your relationship with one of your best friends okay um Colin is one of my best friends. I love that guy. And listen, when we go to McDonald's together, okay, there's occasionally, not during Corona, but before Corona, we go to McDonald's together and I would occasionally be feeling a little bit generous. And here's what's true about me and Colin is when we go to McDonald's together, I don't have to ask him for his order because I know it's two McChickens. It's 100% two McChickens and it's fantastic and I can just put in the order and it's great and we eat it together and we love life. Okay, here's the <laughs> deal about Call. I know his order, not because I've like heard a lot about Colin or not because I've like heard some of his sermons or not because I've looked at his LinkedIn, but because I've spent time with call, right? I've spent time with call and we've hung out and eaten McChickens and just gotten to know each other. And so prayer for me is just talking to my best friend. And so look, guys, this is what Jesus says about us is that no longer does he call his servants, but he calls his friends. And so you actually get to talk to him in a similar way and build the kind of relationship that you have with your best friend of knowing what his McDonald's drive through order would be if he was here with us today. And so that's the kind of life that we get to live in prayer. And that's what I, that's why I pray.
4: Yeah, I feel like I've seen that transformation in your life in the past three years where Mm -hmm. Jesus isn't just someone that you're like doing things for, but Jesus has become your friend. And even like. Guys, I can hear Tony sometimes praying. And he just prays it like God, like he's his friend. And so, mm. I, I, how about you talk about like, uh, what does that, what does that actually look like recently to talk to Jesus as your friend?
2: Totally. Yeah, I think I've been. <laughs> I'm on this kick where I just want to learn what it looks like to be honest with God, mm. and I think there's a lot to say about guys, I want us to speak truth into our own lives and I want us to believe in truth. But there are just times when during this Corona craze, I've just been like, God, I don't know what you're doing. And I think like back a couple weeks when all this started getting real and uh, my mom called me and she's like, hey, just so you know, like, I think this is when Corona got real to me is when she's like, hey, your, your oldest sister just got laid off in LA. She's coming to Dallas. Your other sister, her rotation got canceled from med school. She's coming to Dallas and, My mom was the only one making an income at that time between my parents. And she was like, yeah, I'm actually quitting tomorrow because um, I'm 57. I've had pre-existing health conditions. I'm at high risk. And so I think what I realized that night was like, man, I'm frustrated and I was angry and I got mad at God for maybe the first time. And guys, that sounds weird. And I know in Christianity, we like don't like to use these terms, but in all honesty, I just want to learn what it looks like to be real with Jesus and he can take it. And so I remember even just praying that night, like, yeah, Jesus, I'm frustrated. I'm mad. I know this is like not, you know, my story, you know, this is not easy for me, but I want to learn what it looks like to trust you. Even when I'm mad, I want to learn what it looks like to have faith that you got this even when I'm frustrated. And so that's the kind of trust and the intimacy that you can have with Jesus is you don't have to hide anything from him. You can just be real and straight up and say, you know what? I'm pretty frustrated that my internship this summer got canceled or I'm, I'm bummed out that I can't see my best friends or I can't go overseas this summer. You can be honest with Jesus and he can take it. And so, yeah, it's, it's way better. It's way better to be honest with Jesus. So, yeah.
4: Yeah. So in this next section, we're going to talk about like ways that we pray or even like how to pray. Um, And we were sitting out back and I was yesterday and I was remembering like, okay, what was it? It like for me to pray when I was a freshman and even like a senior in high school, and that's like when I started my relationship with Jesus. And I remember like being terrified to pray out loud, and I would sit in a group of people and literally like, as other people were praying, I wasn't listening to what they were saying. I was like practicing out a script in my head of this really good sounding prayer so that I could sound impressive to people and because I cared more about impressing the people that were listening to my prayer than I cared about talking to my dad. Um, and so as we like talk about this, I think, just think of it. Like I'm just talking to my dad, like nobody remembers your prayers. And as you do it, it becomes easier because you become more like fluent in your relationship with God. And so, um, our goal in sharing some of these like ways to pray is not for you to feel like, oh, I have to do them all. Like, mm. don't walk away from this zoom call thinking that, but actually like, just listen. And if there's one that resonates with you, like try to implement one in your life this week. And so, um, and I also, I love that Tony and I are talking about this together because <laughs> we both pray pretty differently. And so it's cool for you guys to get to see like two different ways that people pray and hopefully like, between the two of us, there'll be one thing that you want to implement in your life. So, yeah, what does that look like? Like, how do you pray, Tony?
2: Yeah, I think, um, guys, when I imagine myself when I'm like 95, okay, hypothetically, if I get there, I imagine myself as this like four foot tall Asian man with a bushy beard. <laughs> and I want to be known after following <laughs> right. Jesus. Okay? I want to I be known uh, after following Jesus for seven or eight decades. Uh, that i had worn out shoes and sore knees like i look i think back i think forward to like the kind of man i want to become in jesus and it's not someone who has a lot of accolades or someone who's done a lot but just someone who's walked the streets of where he's lived and prayed and someone who's been on his knees in posture and so that doesn't seem like a crazy goal but i think that is something that i'm praying for is that yeah at the end of my life i would look back and so part of what that looks like is just prayer walking. I don't know if you guys have done this. This is revolutionary. This will change the way you pray is you like do this thing called walking, which is using your two feet and you talk to Jesus and it's crazy. It will change your life. Um, I, I prayer walk sometimes from like place to place before when we'd have places to go. Like I'll just park like 30 seconds further away Wait, from Dogwood.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, just, Yeah, we're places where you'd go. Uh, I'll just pray from like, um, yeah, if I was meeting a guy or going somewhere or going to work, I'll just pray in the parking lot on the way places it'd be like a minute prayer it wouldn't be something crazy but i'll just continue to pray throughout my day um i try to once a day get on my knees for x amount of time honestly that's just to show a posture from my own heart of yeah jesus is my best friend but he's also my king and so he's the one who runs my life and so if i can get on my knees and thank him for what he's done that's a win while
4: Tom is living desk his chair and his prayer pillow
2: (laughs) right no doubt and i i would also set my bible on toilet paper because i stocked up anyways that's a different conversation so on my knees uh and then during my sabbaths which uh i haven't had the opportunity to do as much recently but i do these things called vision walks where i like walk streets that i love and i ask god to do crazy things and i think once in a while you should do this like you should just ask god to like radically, like fill TCF Bank, you know? Like maybe that sounds crazy, but that would actually give me a ton of energy. And so there's so many different ways to prayer. Um, yeah, prayer walking is awesome. Spending time on your knees is awesome, but anywhere that you feel like you can talk to Jesus is a win, so yeah. Kaylee, what, what was helpful for you when you started praying? So you were that freshman in your mind making a script and now you like talk to Jesus all the time. What did that transition look like?
4: Uh, revolutionary thought. You ready for it? Disciplined prayer leads to spontaneous prayer. Not super flashy, not super exciting, but I I think like a lot of us, our perception of prayer is like, oh, I pray all throughout the day. But realistically, like what that actually looks like is like, oh, God, please help me find a parking spot right now. I'm going to take this test. Like, oh, I didn't study. God, help me to remember these things. Like, and a lot of times we pray the same things when we are just doing spontaneous prayers. So I think keep praying spontaneously, but start disciplined prayer. And so like when I was a freshman, I remember like setting my timer <laughs> and just pray until the timer went off. Um, but I have found like personally, like when I intentionally set up times to pray, it actually fuels more spontaneous prayer throughout the day. Um, and a lot of times, we can treat God as like a genie in a bottle. And so just like, God, please give me, God, please, I need this. And we don't really like realistically treat him as our father that we have a relationship with. And so there's a couple like tools that I'm going to run through really quick. um, Just to add to your tool belt that are helpful. Um, One is the axe model. Um, A lot of you guys have heard about that. And then another one is the the Lord's Prayer in Matthew 6. So if you guys have your Bibles, you can actually pull them open right now to Matthew 6. Um, it's really cool because Jesus, who was God, like had an awesome relationship with God and then teaches us how to talk to God. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Acts prayer model, actually my discipleship group girls, I asked them, I was like, how did you guys learn how to pray? And almost all of them were like, the Acts model. So I was like, well, oh. let's talk about it. Check the it Acts out. is just like a... Um, what is the word, not alliteration, uh, Acronym. Acronym, yeah. (laughs) For (laughs) thinking through how to structure your prayer. Hmm. So A stands for adoration, C, confession, T, thanksgiving, S, supplication. So adoration, Jesus, when he starts his prayer in Matthew six, verse nine, he says, our father in heaven, hallowed be your name. So he starts off right away with praising God for who he is, that he is our father, which, side note was revolutionary to call God, our father, the fact that we can come before God and say like, Hey dad, how you doing? Like that we have that intimacy relationship with him. But then he says like, hallowed be your name, which that basically is just saying like, Hey, would your name be kept holy? Like, would you be honored as holy? And so, um, When you're thinking about adoring God, Psalms are a great place to go to for ideas of how to like give praises to God, Mm -hmm. or even like worship songs. Like sometimes I, like lyrics of worship songs will come into my head as I think about like, how do I praise God for who he is? Mm -hmm. And so you have A for acts and then C confession, just like ways that you have sinned against God, things that you've like forgotten about who he is, or um, God, I'm sorry that I'm quick to forget, fill in the blank, and mm-hmm. um, Jesus says, like, forgive us our trespasses as we have forgiven our trespassers, or forgive us our sins as we've forgiven mm-hmm. those who sin against us, so that's your C, and then T is thanksgiving, and so um, just thank God for all that he's done, mm-hmm. and usually once you start, like, you just think, through, like, hey, what am I thankful for today? A lot of times, like, that's, like, when I'm going to bed, I'm just, like, running through my day, like, God, thank you for just ways that he's provided throughout the day. Um, And then this S is supplication, which is a fancy way of just saying like, Hey God, here's my needs. But I think it's funny that like, that even in the acts model, that one's last because I think that's primarily the only way that we're typically coming to God is like, Hey, here's all my needs. But when you start with the heart posture of like, "Okay, remember who God is. Remember who I am. Thank God for all that he's done then you're able to come to like the supplication part and be like, God is faithful. God will provide, help me to trust that this is true of you. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's like just a couple tools. The the nice thing about Matthew 6, I would um, even use that as like a roadmap for like springboards or trampolines to think through like, how what do I pray about? And just like read the Lord's prayer. And a lot of times it becomes like a, like a lot of us grew up saying that in church And so it's just something that we can our father and have a our and amen. Mm -hmm. But just like how do you slow down and just like our father, okay, what does that mean? And think Mm -hmm. through like each sentence in the Lord's Prayer is actually full of richness. And I think it'll be something that will shape your prayer life your whole life. So
2: Yeah, guys. And we just want to encourage you that I think oftentimes prayer in the church or in Christianity is something that's thrown out a lot, but Honestly, I can say this for myself. I didn't really start talking to Jesus until last summer. Mm -hmm. Like I really think before that I would only pray before meals or pray before I go to bed, but I would never really talk to him throughout the day. And what it does is it just gets you like more comfortable talking to him. And so it's going to feel weird at the beginning, but the more that you do it, kind of like Kaylee's saying, discipline yourself so that you can actually start talking to him throughout the day. But Kaylee, I think one of the biggest questions Mm -hmm. in this is, what do we do when God doesn't answer our prayers? Yeah, that's one of like the biggest questions that I think I hear on this, and so yeah,
4: that's, that's a hard one. It's hard to wrestle through because, like, you remember what I said before? Like, if we ask anything in the Father's will, He will give it yeah. to us, and so that's hard to grapple with because we I don't always know. Um, but I think one thing I'd say is keep praying. Like, keep praying those prayers. Um, my. Brother and his wife struggled for, with infertility for seven years. And so I prayed very like, often that God would give them a baby. Um, and seven years later, they had a beautiful baby little girl, beautiful little baby girl. <laughs> but I think there's still things that I've been praying for for 10 years that I haven't seen God answer. And so I think the things that I have to remember when I don't see God answer those prayers is, one, trust that God is good. Um, Psalm 37 4 says delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart okay what are the desires of your heart like pray about them to God ask ask him for them but also like simultaneously delight yourself in the Lord get to know God and as you get to know God he will either give you those desires or he's going to change your desires to be more like his and finally like if he says no or not yet trust that he's writing a greater story one that you can't understand and that like maybe you'll see in 20 years the answer to that prayer and maybe you'll never see but you have to trust that he is working so yeah
2: yeah guys another benefit that I've had from living with Kaylee and Dave is they uh they pray over scripture like all the time which is so cool and I like didn't really know that was a thing until I met him you know so uh Kaylee's about to show us how to actually do that and why she does it so i want you guys like lean in because i think this is kind of a unique way to pray that we don't talk about a lot but is actually really beautiful because it's like a conversation between yeah. you and god so
4: yeah yeah. yeah yeah um i started doing this about four years ago and it really transformed and like gave new life to my prayer life because mm. i find that like a lot of times we're gonna pray about the same things our whole life we're gonna pray about family crises our church christians like there's these kind of categories that we're gonna break pray through but if mm. If I'm always praying the same thing in the same way, I'm going to get really bored of prayer. And I found that was happening in my prayer life. And so, um, yeah, this concept called praying through scripture has really given a lot of, like, energy into my prayer life because it feels more like a conversation with God. Um, So let me just quick run through what this looks like daily. Okay, so today is April 8th. So you take the Psalm of the day, April 8, so Psalm 8, and then you add 30. So you have 38, then you add 30, 68, 98, 128. And I flip through all five of those, and I just, like, glance through them. And the cool thing about the Psalms is that they're written to cover the wide range of human emotion. So any emotion you're feeling, it's in the Psalms. Um, And so I'll pick one that catches my eye, and then I literally, like, open up the bible and i read that first verse out loud and i'll read like a sentence i'll read three verses like whatever i'll just read until there's something that i want to pray about and i'll pray about it and then i'll read some more until there's something i want to pray about and then i'll start praying about it until either i run out of time or get to the end of the psalm and if there's something that i don't know or i don't know how to pray about i just skip it and guys i literally this is not like fancy or holy at all it's like (laughs) Just me talking to God, and I, um, if I like read, for example, like Mark my steps, and my brain thinks about my friend Mark. I'm gonna pray about Mark, <laughs> even though like that's not what the scripture saying. Like I literally pray about anything that I think about as I'm reading a psalm. So, let's do this together, real quick, just a couple verses. So Psalm eight, because today's April eighth, hmm. and let me just like talk you through like what goes on in Kaylee's brain as she's doing this. Okay. So I didn't prep this. This is literally off the cuff. You're getting fresh content right here. Okay. (laughs) Psalm 8. Okay. Oh, Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Okay. Right away, I picture like some of the most majestic scenes of nature I've ever seen. And so I'm like, I'm just going to talk about to God, like you are powerful. Like you are majestic over all the earth like Mm -hmm. I thank you for your creation and how creation reveals your power and your glory Mm -hmm. thanks for the the creativity that you exert even in like sunsets and like God you know my favorite place on earth is the Grand Canyon thanks for the beauty of creation Mm -hmm. and the crazy thing God is that like I see the intricacies of creation that you have made and you care about me more than that so Mm -hmm. like you provide food for the birds you provide like like place homes for these animals and yet you love me more than that that's pretty amazing okay my brain went blank so now I'm going to keep reading you have set your glory above the heavens out of the mouths of babes and infants (laughs) stop I have a baby and I have a baby on the way so I'm going to start praying about baby Kate
3: I'm
4: going to pray that like like my number one prayer is I want her to know and love Jesus with her whole heart. Not because she's grown, has grown up in the church, but because she loves Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pray that she um, is a person of influence that influences people to come to know Jesus. And um, I'm going to pray that this baby inside of me will grow healthy and will develop well. And that'll be a safe delivery. So like, that's what's on my mind right now. So I'm going to pray about that. Then I'm going to keep reading. You've established strength because of your foes to still the enemy and the avenger. Mm. Um, makes me think about what's going on in the world right now and the virus. And I'm going to pray for people in my life. Um, my father-in-law lost his job because of coronavirus. So I'm going to start. I'm going to pray for him. I pray mm. that God would provide for him, that he'd provide a new job. I'd pray for my friends in the healthcare system. Paige Epkiss, who's working in the hospital, that God would protect her. Um, and so like literally it's just whatever comes to my mind, but I love the back and forthness of it. Cause I'm, I'm talking, I'm reading what God is saying to me and then I'm responding back and forth. And so that's like been so life-giving for me and I love doing it. And um, we want to not just like talk at you guys, but give you, I wanna, before we transition to what's next, I want you to take 20 seconds and jot down like, hey, what's one thing Mm. in my prayer life that I want to implement this week? What's something new that I want to try? Mm. Take 20 seconds, quick, write that down.
2: Yeah, it could be as simple as go on a 10-minute walk and talk to God. Like that is totally good application for this. so.
4: So from here, we're gonna split up into small groups. So let me set this up for you guys. We're gonna go into a time of prayer, but let me reassure you, if your heart just dropped because you're thinking, I cannot pray out loud in front of a group of people, don't worry. You don't have to. We're gonna be big enough groups where we would just love for you to hop in and listen. And um, the, the point of this time is to one, give you guys an opportunity to um, share any prayer requests because we want to pray for you guys. We believe that prayer is powerful and effective. Um, So I want to give you time to share prayer requests and then um, give you guys the opportunity to pray together through a psalm. So in Salt Company, we're doing a Bible reading plan through Exodus and Hebrews. Mm -hmm. And then the staff has picked out um, some of our favorite psalms. So today's psalm is Psalm 32. Mm -hmm. And so I want to give you guys time to just practice. And I'd say don't worry if it's not like super fluent or you stumble over your words, you're talking to your dad, not trying to impress the people you're talking to. And so, yeah, we're gonna break up into breakout rooms and then you guys will come back and we'll do some worship together. So.
2: Sweet. All right. Thanks guys. Yeah.